Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. And so, Jamie Harrison, forgive me, I just got wrapped up in Mary Wells, which I know was before your time, young man. <laughs> Yeah, but but, thank, but but the hits the hits uh, persist, Mr. Madison. Don't they? They keep they keep on coming. They, as as they as my, as my children tell me, the music lives on forever. And thank you. But thank you so much for t- coming on. And I know we've got uh, we've talked with you and and your folk, and we're going to try to at least get together once a month. Um, I would love that. And, and and thank you for for making that opportunity. So let me start off. Can we, you know, I'm I'm I've got a list of questions. One of the first questions I want to ask, and you know, my show and my listeners are we call them radio activists. What can yeah. this audience do to fight back against these voting restrictions that are being passed in what some forty plus states? I mean, what? What is your recommendation? Well, the first step is to make sure that you get active with your local Democratic Party in those states because they need the help. They need the boots on the ground. They need folks who will make phone calls, who will uh, send it in uh, postcards and letters, write uh, letters to, to the editor to put the pressure on local elected officials in these states to let them know that people aren't just going to roll over and allow these things to happen. As I've often said, the Democratic Party is going to fight this from our state houses to our courthouses to the houses of Congress. We're going to push back against this because this this isn't just some regular policy. Uh, This is personal. Uh, You know, so many folks, including my grandma, uh, and, and, and I know my, my conversation with my grandfather, remember how dehumanizing Jim Crow was um, and, and how debilitating it was. So you have to count uh, bubbles in a bar of soap, or you, you have people coming up with all kinds of tricks and all to keep you from exercising your sacred right to vote in this country. We've been down that road before, and we can't go down that road again. I, I, I've told... Folks, I've told reporters, I've told, and I've told some Republicans, I will, every bit of blood in my body, every breath in my body will be committed to making sure that my sons aren't growing up in in an era that was similar to the way that my grandparents grew up in. We are not going back. And so we will do everything possible in order to make sure that we don't do that. And we we've got to make this personal. We've got to tell the stories. We've got to let these folks know that we're just not going to sit back and roll over uh, and allow them to do this to the American people. Now, you did say something earlier, and I want to uh, make sure people caught this. These are are state legislators that are introducing these these bills. Am I correct there? So it's not a question of just looking at the the Senate and the House of Representatives, this you got to go all the way down that ballot, don't you? That's exactly right. That's why it's important, folks, to to vote all the time. Don't just skip and vote on on presidential stuff, and mm-hmm. or you know just vote on the presidential bubble and then forget everybody down the ballot. The one thing that you understand very early on: the presidency is important. 
House and Senate in, in Washington, D.C. is important. But the people who have the most impact on how you live your day-to-day lives are the mm-hmm. people who represent you in your state houses and state senates across this country. You got to make sure that you are going in to vote because those people determine what the Congress looks like. Mm-hmm. They'll make that determination uh, this year and starting next year when they start the reapportionment and the redistricting efforts to draw districts. Uh, and because some of us, you know, because we didn't go out or we didn't support our folks, Republicans now control the majority in some of these state houses. And so we're going to, we're fighting, I'm working with Eric Holder, a uh, former attorney general, to push back and fight back against the, the efforts of Republicans to gerrymander um, uh, our, our, our districts. And so, but we got power. We got power, folks, mm-hmm. and we just we just need to come together and utilize that to push back against these efforts. You're, the DNC, I know, does this type of analysis well, state to state. And, and, and one of the things that I've learned down through the years, and I've tried to communicate on this show, it, most the two things. One, most people probably don't even know who their state legislator is, their state senator or their state uh, representative. I would guarantee you, if I, if I ask people who are on the line right now, they, and I said, who's your state representative? Most folks would not be able to tell me. Number two, I've known in many states, these, these representatives, these elected officials, they have gotten elected by, and you probably know this in, in, in South Carolina, by just a few hundred votes. Just That's a exactly few, right. Am I, am I correct on that? That you are you are correct on that, and I mean we have the power if we just turn out. Yeah, we have the power to to overwhelm these folks and put in their people who reflect our values. And this is the thing I tell folks: when you don't vote, uh, you know, say, well, I don't know what difference it's made. Listen, just think about the neighbor that that lives across the street from you, a neighbor right. who uh, you don't get along with. Somebody who doesn't raise their kids the same way that you do. Somebody who doesn't have the same values that you do. When you decide not to vote, you cede your power, your authority to determine what society looks like to that person across the street who does. And so, therefore, they're voting on all kinds of things that may not be uh, where you are or may not be good for you and your family and your community overall. But by ceding your authority to them, by not going to turn out to vote, you are giving them the power to shape the things in the, in the society that you live mm. in. And we can't okay. give people that power. Too many right, people now, fought too long for that. Uh, now, to, again, to recap, the first thing you said, look, everybody listening, contact your local Democratic committee, whether it's in the county or the city find out what kind of help they need. It could be simple as writing postcards, being on a phone bank, but they, they, they need boots on the ground. Okay. Number, number yeah. two, uh, number two, check. Uh, you, you, you've got to get involved in the uh, state local elections, which is state representatives. You've got to do that. Now, let me go to another issue here. And that is Senator Manchin who announced yeah. yesterday he will not support uh, S-1 uh, as a path forward to, to the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. What do, what, what do you do 
as chairman of the DNC to to uh, get him to change his mind. And I must admit that I, as I prep for the, uh, this morning, and by the way, I'm out in California, so bear with me. It's <laughs> What is it? Four in the morning. (laughs) You know, but you're worth it. But anyway, and this audience is worth it. What do you do? Do you what are you considering? Are you should is this a situation where maybe he should be primaried by the because that's what the Republicans are would certainly threaten to do to a senator or a member of Congress. How are you handling this this controversy? Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things is, you know, you understand that we got a big tent party. There are a lot of different people with a lot of different views. Uh, when I used to work for Jim Clyburn, uh, you know, I often had to work with members who uh, had uh, who were very similar to, to Joe Manchin. And you got to figure out a path forward in order to, to find that common ground to move things forward. As I often say, you know, sometimes uh, – the the routes we we may take are different, but hopefully the path, uh, the destination is the same. And so, you know, I'm sure Senator Schumer is talking to Senator Manchin, uh, uh, along with other leaders like Cory Booker and others, to try to figure out what is a path forward in order to get some of this legislation that is so necessary and so needed done. Now, one of the things that I did hear in the in in that conference with Manchin is that he is for the John Lewis Voting Rights uh, Act, which is a really, really, really big deal because it strengthens uh, the, the Voting Rights Act, uh, uh, the Section 5, and it expands that to cover not just a select group of states when they try to change election laws, but all states. Um, and that's, that's a big deal. So that gives us something to build off of. At the same time, there are a lot of things in H.R. 1 and S. 1 that are important for us to do to push back against these efforts to suppress and keep people from the ballot boxes. Uh, and so uh, I'm hoping uh, that, and, and I, I leave this to, uh, similar to the way I would leave it to Nancy Pelosi in the House to, to work with her members, I'd leave it to Chuck Schumer in the Senate to do the same. But we are here at the DNC to support and get the grassroots energy and effort to get this thing over the finish line and uh, and to the desk of the president. So uh, in terms of the, the back and forth with Manchin, I'm going to leave that to, to Schumer. The leadership uh, in, the, in, the, in, okay. yes. in the Senate. And, okay. Now, finally, did, did I – well, I shouldn't say finally. Did, did I read correctly that the, uh, the Democrats had a pretty good fundraising effort uh, – just just recently was that was that an accurate report yes sir it was we raised more in the in, in our first quarter the biggest uh first quarter that we've had in the history of the of the dnc and a lot of the, the vast majority of that was grassroots donation and grassroots donation folks that's just all all of us you know people who can give ten dollars or fifteen dollars or twenty dollars a month um, we had the largest number of grassroots donations uh, in the first quarter, uh, in the history of first quarters for the DNC. And, folks, we're using that. We're not just sitting on the money. We're using it. Uh, just yesterday, I announced a historic agreement that, uh, that, w- that we have with our state parties. We're going back to a 57 states and territory strategy. Uh, we know that that works. It worked in the past, and I am uh, doubling down on that. Uh, our state parties, regardless if you're in a red state or blue state, are now going to get even more funds from the DNC. 
We also, Joe, created what I call the Red State Fund, which is a special initiative. Um, 18 states right now qualify for this fund, but a special initiative of grants uh, to our red states to help them eventually turn to purple states and eventually blue states. And so I'm really, really proud of that and proud of the efforts that we're making to put boots on the ground right now, voter protection staff right now in states, uh, communication staff right now in states, because I'm tired of people coming up to me and say, Jamie, why do Democrats only wait until two or three months before the election before they start putting people on the ground and come talk to me? Um, well, we're going to do that right now, folks. Uh, this is not, as I tell folks, this is not your grandmama's uh, Democratic Party. We are going to do some things in a different fashion, in a newer fashion, but in a much more bold and aggressive fashion, because we have to. We can't see this over to the dumpster fire of the Republicans that we see right now. You saw the craziness that they did yesterday. Uh, when when you don't decide to lie, they kick you out. Um, and so with, uh, with Liz Cheney, afford, yeah, yeah, with Liz Cheney, exactly. They can't afford to to be in power in this country because we see when they when they have it, mm -hmm. what they do with it. Yeah, yeah, let's see now. Let let's just back up the the House of Representatives because this is going to be a crucial uh, uh, national election. The, they, the Democrats have, a, what, what is it, the majority in terms of numbers? It's, yeah, we, we only have a slim majority right now. There's a number of open seats that are still open. But less than five uh, is okay. the majority that Nancy Pelosi wow. has uh, to operate with. And, and, and that's a slim majority. And then in the yeah. Senate, as you know, we're tied 50-50. And right. we, we only get the tiebreaker is if we get all 50 of our senators. So this is these are the slightest majorities I've ever seen uh, for a party to have, and folks, we got we got to add to those majorities, and we can't have uh, Kevin McCarthy become the Speaker of the House, the, the man who plays oh, no. with Mr. Potato Head dolls and read Dr. Seuss and and kisses the ring of Donald Trump, uh, can't be the person who is controlling the people's house, and you we all know that we can't give Mitch. Mc Mitch McConnell, the Mitch Gallagher. McConnell, we we've been through that. We we know what yes. he. But and then to have Kevin McCarthy yesterday, and we opened the show with this, uh, Jamie Harrison, was yesterday him saying that no, this is so crazy that no one is uh, 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 believes that the 2020 election was uh, not legitimate, and as I said to the audience. Wait a minute. You just kicked out Liz Cheney of her leadership yeah. position because she, she she said you guys are accepting the big lie. He's the biggest enabler of the big lie. I mean, Thank Kevin you. McCarthy, let's call let's call it what it is. Kevin right. McCarthy is spineless. He's feckless. He is not a leader. All he is is power hungry. He, you know, the, the only thing that he wants, Joe, is he wants that gap. That is all he wants. Mm -hmm. he's not like he's going once he get if he got it that he would do anything good for the people he represents or the people in this country. He just wants power, and that's what all these people want. They will lie and cheat and do anything they can in order to have power. But what do you what um, do you say, help people. Chairman Harrison? What do you say though? Because I can let me tell you, I can hear my audience, or at least some people in the audience, agree or disagree. They could, I can hear them say, "Well, darn it, don't the Democrats want the same thing?" And how would you respond to that? 
Well, I mean, just look. My grandma often said, don't listen to people's words. Look at their actions. What did Joe Biden do when he got in the office? Right now, uh, that American Rescue Plan is transformational because in this year, in the short term, and we're going to try to make it long term, we will cut child poverty by half for this year. Has that ever been done before? No. I mean, uh, you know, this is this is real stuff that is going to have an impact on families. Uh, you know, the the shots in arms. We didn't think we would be where we are right now. You know, think about where we were January 20th on inauguration day. Fauci and all these other folks said, well, we probably won't get to this point uh, until the, the fall or the winter or the spring of next year. But we're here right now because Joe Biden got there in the White House and told his folks, roll up your sleeves, work on getting vaccines uh, production increase, uh, enact the Defense Production Act, do all the things that need to be done in order to, to save the lives of the American people. Now we're working on an infrastructure plan, the American Jobs Act. We're now working on an American Families Plan to t- tackle issues like child care, all of these things that we are all been struggling with for so long. And we now finally have a president who cares more about that than his next tea time uh, 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 or, or what, what, what he's tweeting about. And so, folks, they, the contrast could not be any clearer right now. Mm-hmm. You've got people in office who want to improve the lives of the American people. Now, it may not be all that you want, but listen, life ain't all that we want, right? Uh, in our relationships, with, uh, I can tell you, my wife and I don't always agree on everything 100%. But nonetheless, I still have a great, a great marriage, and we move forward and we raise our kids right. Well, it's the same thing with the Democratic Party. We're not going to get everything that we want out of this party. I can tell you... With, the leaders in the Congress don't enact things in the way that I would do 100 percent of the time. But the goal is to improve the lives of the American people. And you cannot tell me that the Democrats in the House and the Senate and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris haven't tried their best in order to do just that. So the it's other a side, question. You don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. The que- very simply put that you, as you pointed out, it, it, yeah, we you you want power, but it's what you do with the power once you get it. That's exactly. It. It's right. what you, it's That's what exactly you do. Right. If you want power for power's sake, then you, you know the reality is you're not going to do very much for people. That, that was Donald Trump. I want power for power's sake, and 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 I'm going to take care of my buddies. What I hear you just say, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I hear, yeah, the, we the Democrats want power, but then look what as you just delineated. Look what they've done since January, since the inauguration. And now we've got members of the Republican Party saying, <laughs> Jamie, I tell you, my head exploded <laughs> when I heard Congressman, uh, what's his name from Georgia, Clyde, I think it was his name, said that the he, he equated the insurrectionists to tourists. 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 Joe, I don't know if these people are sm- uh, uh, sniffing glue or something, but something is wrong because they <laughs> tourists, tourists, man. Wait a minute. But yet, they, but, they, yeah, but, but yet they call Black Lives Matter uh, uh, activists uh, terrorists, yeah. right? Wait a minute, <laughs> hey, hey, Jamie. And so these members of Congress were hiding from the tourists. <laughs> from the tourists. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the tourists wanted to to hang up the vice president of the United States. <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, it, it, and, 
I mean, it, it's the craziest thing, and they will tell oh. lies. And, and the same thing, like, they vote against the American Rescue Plan, but then they go back to their districts and say, oh, you see what I did for you? You didn't do a damn thing. You didn't do anything. Yeah. That, but you didn't you, do but, anything. All right. Well, you gave you gave my audience their marching orders. So you know, guys, get in touch with your local pool and 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 just sign up. Just 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 get in there. There's all everybody can do uh, something. Everybody can and get involved. Uh, get involved, yeah. Joe. They can run for if you want to run for office. If you don't like the people or the policies that run for office, think about doing that or become a precinct yeah. captain or yeah. get active in your local Democratic Party as an officer. We need more boots on the ground and hands uh, uh, to, to really change and transform this country to the, a place yeah. that is good for all of us. Yeah, because I, I bet you some folks, when if you examine, and I'll, go, I'll end where I went back to where I started, if you examine these state legislative races, I guarantee you, you'll see where people probably you had a, a slow turnout and you had folks yep. win by such thin margins. You could announce you're running and just walk your neighborhood and just say, look, I'm out here. I'm running because I want it to be different. Look, uh, we'll we'll talk again. Thank you for taking the time to, to be on the Madison show. And, uh, you know, don't wait for a month to go by if there's something that we need to know this audience needs to know uh as i always tell people i i'm not a journalist uh i am an activist thank god i've got this platform and i'm going to use it uh yeah and and i thank you for uh your time thank you uh chairman thank Jamie you. harrison you're welcome um okay gang so the the answer you know the question to well what can i do about it i'm very serious about this if you got, if, if all of you listening to me, if you listen to me, and, and just try it, just try it. I mean, all you truck drivers that called yesterday, I got to do, do this. You know, I, you know, this is dangerous. I don't get paid enough. I'm this. Let me tell you if, you, if you just stopped for a moment, ask yourself, who is my state representative? Who is my state senator? You may not know then take it a step further. All you have to do is go to the Board of Elections and find out who they are. Look at the last time they ran for office. One, see how many people voted. I can guarantee you it, it'll be a small number, percentage-wise and actual votes. And I bet you that Many of them may have run unopposed, right? And secondly, they probably won by maybe a few hundred votes, maybe a thousand. And the and the major and and then when you look at the number of people who didn't vote, I mean, just didn't bother to vote. It's actually more people who voted because people just don't know. They don't know. That's why we're here. Why? To educate you so you do know. That's what Dr. King meant. Two most dangerous things on the planet. Sincere ignorance. If you don't know, you don't know. That's dangerous. 
You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.